investing is tough. It's not always what they say, sunshine and roses. But when I look back on the stages of my life that helped me get through, I really think it was mindset. I'm going to share with you the mindset that I had at all three stages of my life when I was broke to doing okay, to doing better than okay. I'm going to share with you the mindset I had to get to the other side. Let's get into it. Do you feel like you were meant to live a life of financial abundance? Like you know your money is supposed to work harder for you than you work for it? Maybe you heard about the stock market and the new millionaires being created and wonder why not me? Maybe you want to invest in the stock market, but you don't know where to start. Maybe you have a 401k or an IRA, but you want to enjoy your money now, not just in retirement. Maybe you already had some success in the stock market, but you want to take it to the next level. Working for somebody else and watching free YouTube videos will only get you so far. To truly be financially free, it takes a strategic game plan, an investor's mindset, and a willingness to take calculated risks. When you're ready to get out of the rat race and onto the fast track, join us here where we break down how to manage money, how to navigate the stock and options market, and how to approach investing with the right mindset. I'm Jason Brown, stock market coach and options trader, and this is the Money Markets and Mindset Podcast. Hey, what's up, traders? I'm your host, stock market coach and option trader, Jason Brown. And this past weekend, I was at a family event and one of my cousins asked me a question that I never really thought about before. And so I wanted to really break this down and share it with you. And the question she asked me was like, what keeps you going in the stock market? Because it's easy for people to start and stop, start and quit, um, it's easy for people to buy a course, not finish it. And she says, like, what what kept you going back then? What keeps you going now? Is essentially what she asked me. And, you know, I was I was like, man, really racking my brain because I see people who start in this industry. They're, they're all excited one day. Um, they're going to take the course. They're going to open their account. They're going to start trading. And a couple of things either happen. Either they, number one, don't finish through the course, right? And that might be some of you, right? You bought something and just never sat down and went through it. Number two, you buy a course or a program and then you go through it, but you actually don't implement what's in it. So you don't open your trading account. Um, you, you don't take the steps to actually get the result that you were excited about when you signed up for. And then like the third phase that most people go through is they take the course, do the program, they open the account, they place the trade. Maybe they followed everything correctly. Maybe they didn't because there's no guarantee that you'll make money and they lose money. And immediately from losing money, they lose sight of the goal. It's like, I'm willing to be a millionaire. And this is the vehicle that's going to get me there until I lose (laughs) $2,000. You know, so it's like, oh, so $2,000 was the cost that you were willing to sacrifice to become a millionaire. So if it costs more than 2000, if you lost more than that, then it's over. Um, that was the only price you were willing to pay. As long as it didn't take more than three Saturdays, um, then I'm willing to go after this thing. But if it takes more than three Saturdays, if it's a fourth Saturday, I'm done. And so those are typically the buckets that most people fall in. She was asking me like, what keeps you going? 
And so I thought about the buckets that I subscribe to and what kept me going through the years and, and through the different phases, because I'm in a different phase than I was in, you know, five years ago than I was in, you know, almost 20 years ago when I started as, you know, an 18 or so year old uh, getting into this game and getting into this industry. So let's talk about the first stage of what really fueled my desire to stay up late. I remember I was charting 100 stocks a night because my goal was at the end of a five-day period, end of a week, that I have would, would have went through all 500 of the stocks that are in the S&P 500. And I'm going to tell you, that's not easy to do when you're tired. That's not easy to do when you got a wife, you got kids, you have school, you work midnights. Whatever your situation is, I get it. That's not easy to do. So what kept me going in that stage of my life? And so I call that stage the hate stage. And so I want you to take a look at your life because you might not you might be in stage two or three when I talk about those. But the stage for me back then was the hate stage that kept me going. So what do you mean, Jason Brown, by the hate stage? So like I literally hated my life. Now, I don't I wasn't suicidal or nothing like that. Let me be clear, because that sounds very harsh. Um, and, and I love my mother, my brother, stuff like that. Right. But I'm saying I hated my life from a standpoint of like where we live. I hated the neighborhood. I hated the drama that was in that neighborhood. I hated um, you know, we sharing one car when I became of age and, you know, we, we dropping each other off and somebody catching the bus. And I mean, I just, I hated that aspect of life. Like it was just not good. We didn't live where we wanted to live bars on the window. Um, we lived in fear. Um, you didn't know you live in fear when you live in that, but when you come out of that, you're like, man, we lived in fear every single day, you know, always Wondering if someone go break in the car, break in the house, that type of lifestyle. So I hated my life. And I was like, this is the key to change that. So that hate overpowered wanting to sleep. That hate overpowered, you know, being tired, being um, I got to get up tomorrow and to go to school. Like it overpowered all of that. It was like, this is what we got to do to get up out of this situation. So I just literally hated my situation. And that was the fuel that was like throwing gasoline on the fire, man. I would just look at my life and be like, I do not like this life. And I saw the stock market and investing as a vehicle to get me out of that life. So that was the stage that when things aren't going against you, some people turn to drugs, some people turn to sex, some people just uh, turn to overeating. Maybe, I, you know, I, there's a bunch of different things that people turn to for me. I turn to the result and I'm like, let's pay the price because in my head, the sooner I start paying the price, the sooner I can get to the other side to that life. So I'm like, all right, if it's going to take me three years to learn this, if this is we'll just use the current year, but it's 2022. I'm like, well, let's start paying the price now. So my 2025 can look awesome. So my 2025 can be off the hook and we'll never have to worry about these 2022 problems again. So let's pay the price so we can get to 2025 and I can look up and live like nobody else. So that's how I felt back then. Back then, I knew I would be 40 someday. I knew I'd be 30. I knew I'd be 40. I knew I'd be 50 someday, 60. And so I'm like, if I don't pay this price now, 
I am going to deal with the same foolish problems when I'm 40, 50, 60 years old, except this time I'm going to have kids probably. I'm going to have uh, you know, a wife or family. I'm going to have all this other extra stuff that I also have to try to figure it out with. And so I was like, let me pay the price now and get on the other side of this. Now, once you get out of the hate stage, and this is the stage that I think most people get trapped in, and that is the, they're, they're comfortable. So you're comfortable with your life. You don't really hate it. Your job is kind of okay. You and your spouse are doing all right. Your kids, they don't, they can't have anything they want, but they don't want for anything. Does that make sense? They have a roof over their head. They have food in their bellies. They got shoes on their feet. So you're, you're like, ah, we're okay, but it would be nice to have some extra money, but we don't have to have it. My job's feeling pretty secure until a COVID hits, until you get laid off or get into a fight with your boss. Then you go back to that hate stage, right? And you're like, I hate this life. I hate that we're trapped in a small apartment. I hate that I work at this company. But for now, you're at the comfortable stage where you're like, life isn't that bad. And so what happens at this stage is you're like, I could, you're not typically willing to pay the price to move to the third and final stage, which we'll talk about in a second here. But at this stage, maybe you'll pay the price. Maybe you won't. It doesn't matter that much because your life is okay. And so when my life moved into the okay stage, I no longer hated it, but I had a couple toys. I had a decent car. I could take a vacation here like most people. My job paid me pretty well. And I call this, you know, so she asked what kept me going in that stage. And in that stage, I call that the why not me stage. And in that stage, yes, I had a good job. And I remember, I'll never forget. I remember like it was yesterday. I'm working at Verizon Wireless and we had this big, beautiful store in Royal Oak. It was all glass front. So I could look out, you know, the glass and see when customers pull up. And I never forget I'm working and I'm like, ah, I get a discount on my cell phone and this, that, and the third. I'm like, this is a good job. And then People would pull up to get their phone worked on. If you don't know Royal Oak, it's kind of a, an affluent city here in Michigan. And so people would pull up in Bentleys, Mercedes Benzes. I'm talking big boy cars. And, and they come in there and, you know, they drop full price on the cell phone, full price on their cell phone bill, no discount. And so this was the why not me stage. Because I started looking at them and saying, my life is pretty good. I was in the comfortable stage. But I, but it but what fueled me was 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 the why not me stage of my mindset. OK, because I didn't hate my life anymore, but I went into like I'm comfortable. But why not me? Like, why don't I drive a Mercedes Benz? Why don't I drive a Bentley? And for the longest time, I've always wanted a Bentley. It's funny when I finally got enough money, to get a Bentley, I end up getting a Ferrari, which haven't driven a Bentley yet. But I love the Ferrari way better than the Bentley so far. Um, but the point was, I just felt like, why not me? And so when you're at that stage, that's typically what's driving you, or at least that's what drove me. It wasn't that I hated my life, but I'm like, why don't I drive one of those cars? Why don't I live in one of those houses? Why can't I take an epic vacation? Forget the okay vacations. Why can't I take an epic vacation? 
And so that's what I started thinking about in the, in that stage. And so that's what fueled me to keep going. Even though I had a good full-time job and life was okay, I was just like, man, but why not me? Like, I was like, okay, I'm average. I'm kind of coasting like everybody else. There's nothing wrong with being average. I'm just telling you what fueled me. It was like, why not me? Why can't I drive that car? And I didn't want to work more hours to do it. I mean, everybody could always say, just get another job, get more income, right? But like, I wanted like the complete lifestyle. I wanted to uh, have my money pay for that car because I didn't want to work for it and be like, man, every time I start this car, I'm having flashbacks of the overtime I worked. <laughs> like, I didn't I didn't want that lifestyle. Every time I fill up the tank, I'm like, I just worked 10 extra hours for this. Like, I didn't want that type of energy associated with you know, the car or whatever the toys were. But I'm like, man, why not me? Why can't I have that lifestyle? Now, good, bad, or indifferent. I'm just telling you that's what fueled me at that stage. And so then when you progress from the why not me stage, you get the car, you get the house, you quit your job, you you, you know, you're you become the people you used to ask, what do you do? And how did you get here? Right? You become those people. And so then you're like, man. What fuels me now? Because I really don't hate my life now. I'm not even really asking why not me? Because I'm like, it is me. You know, you live on a lake. You're able to drive an exotic car. You're able to, you know, move in and out of trades with a decent amount of capital. Um, You know, you got the lifestyle. You have nannies. You work from home. You get to take some of the epic trips now. You're part of these entrepreneurial groups and groups of people who make a certain amount. It's like, okay. We're quote unquote here, although when you get here, you don't feel like you're nowhere, by the way. Um, feel like we're I feel like Drake. <laughs> we're back starting from the bottom trying to get here. Um, you don't really ever feel like you arrived. That's just a little side note. If you're ever like, I can't wait till I get there. As soon as you get there, you start looking at stage number three, which we're going to talk about right now. And stage number three for me is since I don't remember stage number one was I hated my life. We're out of that stage. Stage number two was like, I'm comfortable, but why not me? So now we got into the, you live in those houses, drive those cars, live that lifestyle. Stage number three is now about competing and giving back. And so when you get to stage number three, what drives me now is number one saying like, how can I compete on the big stage? I look at the stock market I look at social media. I look at that like the NBA playoffs. Okay. And so I'm like, yeah, there's people who played in high school. Yeah, there's people who played basketball in college. But what does it take to compete on the big stage? And what's the big stage? For the NBA, that's like LeBron and them going to the, the finals or going to the winning the East or the West finals and then going to the actual finals and either winning it all or at least having a chance to compete for it all. And so in the stock market, it's like, I'm like, what is it like to compete at the highest levels? And what's the highest levels? You look at the Warren Buffetts, you look at the, 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 the Carl icons, you look at these big boys who are moving billions of dollars in and out of investments. And you say, Ooh, what does it take to compete on that level to move that type of money, have that type of insight? And so when you're looking at those type of levels, it's a different type of feeling you because you don't hate your life. You're not really asking why not me, but you're asking, 
do I have what it takes? Which is a totally different question now. Because when you hate your life, you're like, how do I get up out of this? Stock market is a answer to get up out of this. So that's the question you're asking at that stage. How do I get up out of this? Second stage, you're comfortable. You see people living a lifestyle not that, that's above comfort. And you're like, why not me? But then when you get to the third stage of competing, you're like, do I have what it takes? That's a totally different question you ask yourself. You're like, do I have what it takes to take this thing to multi-millions or perhaps someday to billions? And that is a lifelong journey which sets you on a trajectory where you start to study this stuff and become a master of it, or at least you're studying to become a master because you know you can't quit until you're 80 or 90 or however old Warren Buffett is. You're like, oh no, I got 50 years easily to go. And when you start thinking about it like that, there's no time to quit. You're like, if I know this much now, how much am I gonna know about the stock market in 40 more years, 50 more years. How many more presidential elections, wars, recessions, inflations am I going to live through? But this time I'm going to be ready for it. I'm going to be prepared because I've seen this happen before. That is what fuels me now. It's like, ooh, wait till the next inflation play come. Wait till the next pandemic. Wait till the next war. Wait till the next real estate bubble, real estate boom. Like, I know what to look for. Assuming I stay in the game another 40, 50 years. And so it's like, do you have what it takes to stay in the game 40, 50 years? Do you have what it takes to commit that long term to something? And so that's what keeps me playing at this level and then giving back. You're like, okay. People say it's lonely at the top. And now I kind of see people starting the, the uh, new saying now that it's crowded at the top. And, what, and what, what I'm taking from that is like it's lonely at the top if you get there and you don't help anyone else get there. But this whole new momentum is like it's crowded at the top because the goal is like I'm pulling my students up with me. I'm pulling friends and family up with me or at least trying to by creating a platform where I share my knowledge, what I've learned, the mistakes I've made. Um, I share, you know, what I see going on in the stock market. So you could take that knowledge, internalize it and figure out how can you play that? How can you make money off of that? And so there's this. Do I have what it takes to compete question that you're asking yourself at this level? And then there's this, how many people can I help? How many other people will at some point get on the microphone, get on the stage, record a YouTube video and say, because I came across that brother's YouTube channel, because I took his course, because I joined his mastermind. It set my life on a trajectory that I would have never imagined. Now, I know everybody won't send that email, won't shoot that video, won't get to that place because everybody won't pay the price at the hate stage. Everybody won't pay the price at the why not me stage. And everybody definitely won't pay the price at the compete stage. It's the same reason that some people graduate high school, but even less people go to college. And out of the people that go to college, even less make it and graduate from college. And other people graduate from college, even less go on to get a master's and even less go on to get a PhD because, you know, life happens. People have achieved whatever their goals and their desires are or just things get in the way. Um, and so I know that every student 
won't become mega successful. But here's the thing I love about this game. Every student has the potential to. It's not like we get to handpick which one you're going to be successful. Ah, not you. Every student has the chance to, and everyone listen to the sound of my voice, has the opportunity to choose whether they're going to pay the price at whatever stage and level that they're at. And I know that some of these folks, some of these students, some of you listening will be the next podcasters, the next YouTubers, the next teachers, the next people who'll be like 10, 20 years from now. I'm like, I started studying under my man way back. And now I have my own stock market program. That's the day you smile and you're like, how many people can I help? Now I'm helping people through this new young person or this new teacher who initially got their theories and teachings from me. That's like what I'm playing the game for right now. So number one, can I compete? Or should I say at the stage number three, number one, can I compete at the on the big stage, at the big levels? And then also, how many people can I help? And so that's a different type of drive because that drive has, uh, I say a little bit of it has something to do with me because I'm asking how, how can I, do I have what it takes to compete at that level? But in order to compete and even get billions of dollars, I have to bring immense value to the marketplace, to people, and I have to become immensely valuable to myself, meaning I have to master how to read these stock charts, how to determine the best option strategy to get in and out of a trade. I have to get better at researching companies. And so the cool thing about it is I have to grow. I have to grow. I can't stay who I am and become a multimillionaire. I can't stay who I am and become a billionaire because if I could stay who I was, then I would already be And so that's what drives me now is saying, okay, I figured out what it takes to get out of debt. I figured out what it takes to get comfortable. I even figured out what it takes to kind of live a little bit of a better life than the average person. Now it's like, ooh, can I grow and become the person that lives an extraordinary life? And man, when you think about that, that just puts a smile on my face because it's like, Define extraordinary, you know, can I charter a yacht and bring my whole family as we go to Paris or, you know, like what is extraordinary? Can I charter a private jet and fly everybody to um, Hawaii or Japan or something like I don't even know, you know, like in, in, in 20 years when, you know, as they're sending people up to outer space, like, will I be able to buy tickets for my whole family and friends? But like, hey, let's go check out Mars like an extraordinary life. And it's just crazy to even think about like, yeah, we might be on Mars in 10 years, whatever that ticket costs. I got it. I wouldn't be able to pay for it. Uh, (laughs) I'm like smiling, thinking about it. Let's go to Mars. Right. And so listen, I want you thinking about whatever stage you're at. Do you hate your job? Do you hate where you live? Do you hate your current situation? You don't want to let that hate swallow you up. You want to take that hate and bottle it up and use it as energy. Drink it every day. Like, ah, because I hate this, I'm going to stay up an extra hour. Ah, because I hate this, I'm going to get up an extra hour early. Because I hate this, I'm t- 
tired, but I'm going to watch that module anyway because I hate this is why I'm going to open that trading account. Do you use that hate as fuel or are you going to use that hate as an excuse? Uh, because I don't have time and the kids and nobody to babysit. And I wish I had an extra two hours for lunch and I don't. Or are you going to use it as excuses to quit? I remember one of my mentors once said, "It's so." Uh, in fact, Brian Tracy actually said this. It's okay to think about quitting. It's okay to dream about quitting. It's okay to write it down. It's okay to plan it out. <laughs> Just don't do it. <laughs> Just don't do it. <laughs> all right? Because we all have our moments when we think about it. We like, okay, I'm quitting on the third Friday. I'm done. But just don't do it. And then at the second stage, ask yourself, why not me? And I want you to use that to say, you know, either be real with yourself and say, why not me? Because I'm not willing to pay the price. Or say, why not me? I got exactly everything that that person has to get there. There's nothing special about them except they learned the skill, applied it, and also paid a price, which equates to they made some type of sacrifice. And if you get past that stage, if you're doing all right in life, maybe you got the house you want, the car, the kids, the spouse. I want you to start asking yourself, but do I have what it takes to compete on the big stage? And how many people can I help? So, there it is. I'm signing off saying, remember, you never go broke taking a profit. I'll see you on the next episode. Hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you're ready to learn how to have your money work hard for you instead of you working hard for it, then I want you to join us inside Power Trades University. Power Trades University is my group coaching program where we look for real trades in the real market every week for two hours live. It's all recorded and timestamped in case you can't make it live. You also have access to my amazing community of traders, plus access to all of my best selling stocks and option courses and even my master classes. Just head on over to www.powertradesuniversity.com. Once again, just head on over to www.powertradesuniversity.com and I'll see you on the inside.